To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Sports Talk Podcast with Darcy Waldegrave from News Talk ZB. It's uh, 19 away from 8 o'clock. We're going to talk with uh, Alan Jones shortly about Eddie Jones, a former Wallabies coach on a current Wallabies coach. Uh, first, we're just going to take a couple of clips uh, from Eddie from a very interesting press conference today. Here's his very short answer on the sacking of his attack coach, Brad Davis. There's a potential candidate ready to step up now. So, as I said, I think we'll improve the coaching staff. So, okay, so he's there for personal reasons and he's having a slack at it, right? Is he not? I mean, I like Eddie. He's been a guest on the program. But straight away by saying, I think we're going to improve the coaching, that doesn't suggest a personal issue for Brad. It suggests like he couldn't put up with what he's saying anymore and he walked. That's what I'm hearing anyway. Let's carry on listening to Eddie Jones, though. Uh, this is him on the sacked Quaid and Hooper. Uh, well, I've tried to, yeah, but we can't get hold of him. Why do you think he wouldn't take your call having been? Because I think he's very upset, mate. So how did he know he wasn't in the squad? Oh, uh, look, we, well... Look, it's a fair question. If, if, how did he know he wasn't in the squad that he was not taking well, it was your call? announcement. I don't know why you're going back to that. Well, I've tried to ring him, mate. That's all I can do. All I can do is ring him. So don't take your phone call. You can't talk to him. Well, that, I mean, that would suggest a communication breakdown, right? Well, if, I, if I ring them and they won't ring back, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? Tell me. Well, well why keep asking about it? Combative much? That's Eddie Jones at the airport, not having a good time with the Aussie media. If you can get a hold of that press conference, take a listen. It is absolute fire, right? Let's talk about that now. One coach to another, both men Jones on Eddie Jones. It is Alan Jones. Good evening. Good evening, how are you? Yeah, not so bad. Probably in a lot better state than Australian rugby are at the moment. The last 12 hours has been absolutely fascinating. What have you made of what's gone on so far? Well, no surprises here um, for me at all. I mean, this bloke has a history of this. Um, This bloke was labelled when McClellan appointed him as a major coup. He said, it's the best coach in the world. You wait, he said, you get the Wallabies winning the World Cup, we win the British and Irish Lions, we win the Bledisloe Cup, it all comes back. But when Jones lost the England job, he said, these are his words, my greatest weakness is I can't tolerate people. And he said the big mistake was the appointment of his assistant coaches because, quote, it's just so important because they are doing the bulk of the coaching. I mean, this bloke's being paid a fortune. The last time he coached, like, he's been sacked from Australia... He was then sacked from Queensland. He was sacked from Saracens and sacked from England. Now, the last time he coached the Australian team in 2005, he was sacked after seven straight losses. There are four now. At that time, the leading Wallabies complained that he was too prescriptive and it killed their spontaneity. Now, Roger Gould was my fullback, a Wallaby legend. He was an assistant coach for a while, like this bloke Davis who's resigned today. And Roger Gould said, I couldn't believe the way he spoke to people in front of others. You can't take away a man's dignity. That's no way to manage people. Then the former Wallaby prop and highly respected coach, Andrew Blades, resigned after three months. He said working with Eddie Jones was a mistake. When the team started losing, he became paranoid, claiming players and coaches were ignoring his game plan in order to sabotage him. As things unravelled, Eddie Jones' attack on players and coaches intensified. Now, the record is there. In the seven years at the helm of English rugby, he churned through 18 coaches and 112 players. Now, when 
Dylan Hartley lost the job, and he's on the record as saying this Dylan Hartley in 2020. He said that he, quote, felt like a piece of meat thrown in the bin because it was past its sell-by date. I'd had enough of being governed by Eddie. And I won't repeat in the language that Eddie Jones used when he told the other bloke he wasn't wanted. So now today, it's all repeated again. Brad Davis is gone, but New Zealanders who love their rugby would be astonished to know that this bloke has 12 assistant coaches for 15 plus 12. Now, I don't know what he does. He's the head coach. Then the attack coach has resigned today, Brad Davis. There's a defence coach who's never coached rugby union before. There's a forwards coach who's a journeyman coach at the best of times, and he's got the job. I mean, none of these people have got too many credentials, but no one will work with this bloke. Then there's a line-out coach who's Dan Palmer, and he's actually a scrum coach. Then there's a mall coach. There's a kicking coach. There's a learning coach, do you mind? A learning coach, a strength coach, a conditioning coach, a speed coach, a sports scientist, and a medical team. As I said, in his time as head coach in England, this bloke sucked 18 assistant coaches, 18 in 50 test matches. So on average, he sacks a coach every third match. Well, we've just lost four in a row. <laughs> and Davis, Davis has hit the pile into the dump. It's, it's a mess. Eddie Jones, like, plainly is losing the plot. We'll talk about that press conference shortly. But when the assistant coach, Brad Davis, left, and it was very hasty, it was just before they got on the plane, said it was for personal reasons. Uh, are those personal reasons just that he can't deal with Eddie Jones anymore? Or is there a possibility sure, there's something I'm more sure behind that. that? Well, I hope there's nothing more than that. I mean, I don't know whether Brad da- I don't know Brad Davis, but, I mean, that's what you say, isn't it, personal reasons. But I think the personal reason was that they've lost four tests I have spoken to one of these assistant coaches who says that the bloke just climbs into them. I mean, he just he just is, and it's just extraordinary, the stuff that they've already said. I mean, here's one. One person who worked with Eddie Jones, he said, I worked for him for years. When he's good, he's good. But sadly, his dark side is totally insane. Rugby Australia has a dossier on him and knows what he did to people, yet has ignored the facts of behaviour that are totally unacceptable. My information is his mental bash-up doll was the English manager, I'm told he's not changed. He can't. I mean, this is the nature of the bloke. Um, and he's given the job. I mean, you can't blame Eddie Jones. He's got the job. McLennan is the bloke who should go. He's the chairman of Australian Rugby, who I'm, I can say categorically knows nothing about the game but thinks he does. And they're running around saying about, well, we're going to, we're going to, uh, we're going to, uh, you know, pirate the rugby league players. <laughs> How do you think a player playing for Australia thinks about that? We're going to get the rugby league players on. Quade Cooper who played two of the four tests and played very well, a very imaginative player, very popular, good leadership, good experience. I mean, he hasn't been told anything. He's just dumped. And now they've picked Australia A, and like Cooper or Hooper, the former captain, neither of them is in the Australia A side. So one minute they're in the top 15, and now they're not in the top 50. It's just, he's picked a team. I mean, the captain of Australia, Will Skelton, lives in France. It is, uh, I think captain, he had four captains. He had four captains in four test matches. Four captains in four test matches. I think he's a and king. he hasn't got a goal kicker in this World Cup side, and he has, he's got one number ten. So, when you when you look at that right across, I love the it, way I love the way you're you're sounding mystified by this. We're all mystified. Well, we are. That's what we've got in the phone. The job. Did you hear what? the press? Did you hear the press conference, Alan Jones, at the airport before they left? No. Okay, so he's taken. I've been in meetings all day. Yeah, go on. You, you need to take a listen to that press conference because he's taken a shot at all the media and everybody in sundry, everybody that uh, could hear. Take a listen to That's this. Him. Have it. Listen to this. 
You just got to play each game as it comes. I can't believe the level of negativity here, boys. Now, I know what's wrong with Australian rugby. Like, and part of you blokes are the problem because you're so bloody negative about everything. So negative about everything. So if you haven't got anything positive to say, don't ask. But I know you blokes think we can't do any good, so so don't ask any questions, boys. Just be be the pessimist you are. Keep Australian rugby where it's been. Keep it where it's been. Complain about players that that don't get selected. Keep doing about that because it's fantastic. Because we love it. I love this negativity. It's fantastic. I love it. Love it. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Oh, nothing, mate. We're terrible. You know we're terrible. Just tell us we're terrible. Thanks for the worst press conference I've ever had in World Rugby. Worst press conference. Well done, boys. That is the worst I've ever seen. There you go, Alan. What do you make of that? Well, the bloke's under pressure, see? Uh, I mean, he came in as the Messiah, the hoopla. I mean, this bloke understand New Zealanders have got to understand this bloke was put in charge of all rugby. That's women's rugby, uh, under, uh, you know, club rugby, all rugby. And the women lost to Canada over 50 points. Uh, the Australia A lost to Tonga. He's lost four. The under-20 side <laughs> lost to played off for fifth in the World Cup. And yet, you know, this bloke was brought here and the media bought all this stuff with, with McLennan saying it's a major coup. He said he's the best coach in the world. And I told you this before. He said, you wait. You get the Wallabies winning the World Cup. We win the British and Ireland. We win the Bledisloe Cup. And the bloke confessed that Jones is on record as saying, my greatest weakness is I can't tolerate people. Well, And then the assistant coach was important because they're doing the bulk of the coaching. What's this bloke do apart from promote himself and conduct those sorts of media conferences? It's an embarrassment to Australia. But then you see, he'll, have, he'll attack me. <laughs> I couldn't care less. For more from Sports Talk, listen live to News Talk ZB from 7 p.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.